Welcome to the Namaste This podcast. I'm Sally Claridge, a channel and healer who doesn't do normal. And this is my real life blog sharing the ups and downs, the highs, lows, breakthroughs and what the F moments as myself, my gorgeous man and our beloved rescue greyhound Sir Maxalot left a conventional life in Scotland and followed our hearts to move into off-grid life in the Alpujarra Mountains in southern Spain. For the last 18 months, I have been blogging our journey and adventures as they happen. I share from my heart with no holds barred. I share my emotions, the reality checks, the miracles and the truth of what unfolds when you trust in the universe, with a good dose of grounded humour along the way. Over the coming podcasts, I'll be sharing a mix of in-the-moment blogs and episodes from the past 18 months, and I hope to inspire you to follow your own heart and to find happiness in your life. Today is Sunday the 17th of March 2019, and recently in the Alpujarras. If you follow my Namaste This Blog Facebook page, you'll know that there's been a bit of a blog hiccup and mystery. A complete and utter mystery that hasn't been solved, resolved, understood or even fully accepted. It's been a while since I posted a full blog because somehow the two and a half thousand words that I'd been writing and editing for well over a week just simply disappeared. In fact, it's worse than that. I'd finished it at midnight with a satisfied sigh, thought about copying and pasting it into the web page, ready to format in the morning. But I was so tired, I thought, nah, just stop now, Sally, and come back to it when you're fresh. So I closed my laptop and quickly fell into a deep sleep. In the morning, I had to do a quick reboot and the blog has just never reappeared. What the F? I've been in and out of that document so many times. Yes, it had been titled, it had been saved. Nope, I don't use the iCloud, but now I really wish I did. And my gorgeous man spent a whole day trying to find the impossible within my laptop. It had quite simply vanished. It was gone and it was nowhere to be found. But how? I'll admit that I was gutted and it's taken me a good week to build up the energy to start afresh. I love writing these blogs, I really do, but I'll openly admit that the effects of the menopause are totally dicking about with my energy levels and whereas I could go on the laptop and feel inspired and be creatively all fired up and sharing all day and see reflexology clients and be online for my channeling love clients and live my life. I'm now having to accept that I just can't do all of that all of the time. My energy is more of a damp squib than a jet-fueled rocket. It's become a huge lesson of self-acceptance and allowing. I don't actually mind about my age. To me, my age is just a number that certainly doesn't reflect how I feel inside, and it certainly doesn't define me. But what my body is experiencing through this period of change is real and tangible and admittedly a bit of a shock. Anywho, that fricking document still hasn't been found, so I'm letting it go and starting anew. So what's been going on in the Alpujarras recently? Well, it's been all about the Alpujarra. 
My gorgeous man and I handed over our official complaints to the council against the proposed giant electricity highway and pylons through the Alpujarras. We handed it in just before the 7th of March 2019, which was the deadline, and it was like a weight was lifted off us. If you've missed that story, head back to my blog, Say Yes to the Alpujarra and No to Pylons, as our local community discovered plans that meant up to an 80-metre pylon could be built just 250 metres from our magical wee hoose. It's not on our land, but it's looming over us all the same. There's been an, an immense and still growing movement called Di No a las Torres, Say No to the Towers, to protest against it in all ways that we can. But to be honest, the whole situation has been overruling and overshadowing our life since we found out about it a couple of months ago. But there have been some amazing synchronicities to come out of it too. One of which, as you know, led me to creating the Say Yes to the Alpohara and Mother Earth global healing event. Just like our move to Spain, which spiralled through inexplicable miracles, so my local healing meditation to support the Alpujarra through love grew into a global healing event, which took place on Saturday the 2nd of March 2019. And what a build-up there was to that! Birgit Marima Harp, my dear friend, fellow healer and co-host of Say Yes!, we created a Facebook event, we shared it, we shared it, we shared it some more. We asked people who felt the call to also share it. I made flyers, printed them up and put them in our, in our car and around town, which, truth be told, I found hugely challenging because of my little-known shy and hermit-type nature. It's funny how I can live stream out to the world no problem and share my life through blogs. But to be seen putting up flyers in cafes and local notice boards really triggered my old patterns of not wanting to get in trouble or create a scene. This whole process has been such a personal learning curve and I'm, I'm actually really grateful for all the triggers, challenges and gifts that have come through it. There have also been some darkly amusing and non-spiritual moments behind the scenes too. Birgit and I soon realised that we would need a microphone in case a whole load of people turned up. So our next step was to find one. Aha! What about Matt Blackie? He's an amazing sound technician, music creator, mixer, producer, techie understander and fixer and all-round great guy. Maybe he'll lend us one. I sent him a message and his answer was, absolutely. My answer was, yay! The flow was flowing. I was also delighted to be invited to appear on the amazing Martin McNichols live stream show to talk about Say Yes and to share an impromptu healing for Gaia. Martin has a huge worldwide following and it was great to spread awareness of what's happening here, to receive even more support for the actual healing event and also to, just to share some fun, some love and some healing for everyone who tuned in. It was a couple of days later, though, when my ever-practical gorgeous man burst my fragile little bubble a bit when he asked how we were going to power the microphone and amplifier. Oh, bugger. 
the irony of needing electricity to run the microphone when we were effectively protesting, albeit through love, against an electricity highway wasn't lost on us. And just to clarify, this highway isn't bringing any electricity into the Alpujarras. It's taking the power from Morocco to France. It's purely a money-making fest for the private Spanish electricity company REE. Take a deep breath, Sally. Say no more. Breathe again. Share love, not anger. So even with a microphone and amplifier, we still had to get creative. The area down by the Rio Guadalfio, which I still find hard to say, um, which is the river at the Seven Eye Bridge that we'd chosen to hold the event at, didn't have any nearby houses or plug-in possibilities because Birgit and I had wanted to be in nature as much as possible and yet still be easily accessible to people coming from Orchiva. Now, because our Weehoos is off-grid and we have solar power, that also means that we have a backup generator and it's portable. So we knew we could use that. But the thing is, it just makes such a hell of a noise. Just think of those fairground rides and all the motors running in the background. That's what it sounds like. So it wasn't really supportive of a peaceful, meditative healing event. All the love vibes and the sounds of nature would be drowned out and nerves would most definitely be set a-jangling by the rough engine noise, probably also accompanied by fumes of its fueling petrol wafting on by. So what about extension cables? How much would we need to not hear the generator? Well, a lot. We only have short domestic ones. Birgit had a 20-metre cable and a 10-metre one. But who would have a longer extension cable? Well, our dear friend Bernard at the Orgiva Tea Gardens, of course. We reached out to him and, hey presto, he lent us two 50-metre cable drums with plugs. Yay! This is one of the really wonderful things we love about living here. There is a real sense of community and people help each other out. It's genuine, it's real and it's just fabulous. So would 100 metres be enough? Well, the only way was to experiment. When we got the cables home, we plugged them into our generator by the house and we started unrolling them. Unrolling them and unrolling them up along our track and up round the big corner towards what we call our giant whispering pine tree. And I finally felt the pull of it coming to its end. Then things just got plain weird. I plugged my hairdryer in. It was the only way to test the strength of power against the only appliance that still trips our whole solar power system. If the generator could support running my hairdryer, then it could support the microphone that we couldn't pick up till the day before the event. And as MGM likes to have everything planned, aligned and sorted, it was my hairdryer that got put to work. It was a bizarre moment when the generator was powered up and my hairdryer roared into action outside and halfway up the mountain. But it was also a moment of relief because not only did it keep on blowing, but the noise of the generator was obviously somewhat dulled by going round the corner and it really wasn't too bad at all. 
MGM and I confirmed the fairly positive results through WhatsApp as we couldn't see each other around the corner and standing next to the generator there was no way he couldn't hear, could hear anything at all. We heaved another joint sigh of relief and then packed up our little successful trial. Being the super-duper tech manager and hero that my gorgeous man is, more planning was still needed. He wanted to see where Birgit and I had chosen to hold the healing meditation and see where he could actually park up the car with the generator and if the 100 metre extension would be enough distance to not hear it in those surroundings. So the afternoon before the event, we drove down to the river and tried out and paced out and did a lot of what about this and what about that and what if this and what if that. We eventually decided that using the actual bridge wall as a buffer would be pretty damn perfect. And so that turned into our plan A. Job done. It was while we were still standing on the Little River Island where we were going to hold the healing event and gathering that my gorgeous man started spluttering in excitement saying, look, 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 waving and pointing and gesticulating across to the other side of the river. And as I turned around, the universe sent us a sign. Four wild boar were running along the riverbank with their tails straight up in the air. We couldn't believe our eyes. The only boar I've seen here was in the black of night when it gave me a heart attack running across the road in front of me as I drove back from dropping MGM off at Malaga Airport. You never see wild boar during the day. And as far as I know, to see four at once was even more rare. It felt like a miracle. When we got home, I went straight in to Google the spiritual symbology of the wild boar and I was amazed. Its primary meaning is courage and it couldn't have been more apt. I felt like the universe was saying, stay strong, stand strong, be brave, keep going, hold your power against the pylons. And you're doing the right thing holding say yes to the Alpaharas and Mother Earth, despite your nerves. I had nerves because I'd been on the receiving end of some critical comments that I'd let get under my skin the week before. But in that moment, I felt hugged and reassured. Thank you, universe. So the 2nd of March finally dawned for Say Yes, which you may have noticed that I've now shortened to make my typing and your reading and listening easier. I had massive butterflies, wavering between excitement and terror, which I found rather strange because I've happily channeled live and in person for an audience of over a hundred people before. So why was I nervous this time? I don't know. I just had to let it be and let it go. My gorgeous man and I went down to the river early to make sure there were no last-minute panics. Which is just as well, because, you guessed it, there were. First point being that an old boy had set himself up just where we were going to park the car and generator. Plan A was binned before we even started. So a new position in the opposite direction had to be experimented on 
which meant I lost time in my energy preparation and composure building. Then, in the laying out of the cables and stretching them over the tiny stream inlet to get to the perfect little island spot that we had chosen, the cables somehow got completely and utterly tangled up. And I mean completely and utterly tangled up. This too is a mystery as to how that happened. I could sense and feel the pressure rising in MGM's veins. The more he tried to untangle the mess, the more tangled it got. I just had to walk away and go zen. Unfortunately, going zen in that moment didn't help because I missed the cable drum slipping down the little slope and into the water. And yes, the plugs in the drum got wet. Panicked shouting filtered through the calming music I had in my headphones and I was brought into slow motion action trying to pull the drum out of the water without drowning and filling my favourite fleecy boots. Now steam was most definitely coming out of my gorgeous man's ears. It won't work now! Cue rapid shaking, more shaking, hitting, rubbing it over the grass, laying the drum out with its, flug, with its plugs facing up to the sun to dry. My only response was to completely try and disengage from the whole drama and say, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's nothing we can do about it. While inside, my stress levels were really being majorly triggered. I sent a silent and very unspiritual prayer up to the universe to get it sorted. As in now. As I sent up my fervent prayer, Birgit arrived. And we hugged and set about focusing on setting up our space and getting into the zone. We set up my phone for the live stream created an altar for people to place their stones, flowers and objects from their homes and land, and basically just handed over to the universe. Did we know how many people would turn up? Not a clue. Did we know how it would actually unfold? Nope. Did we know that following the universal prompts to share this healing for the Alpuharas through love was absolutely the right thing to do? Yes. And did the full length of cables work? Yes, of course they did. And we couldn't even hear the generator from the new perfect spot that the universe had pushed us into using. You see, the universe always knows best. We just have to trust. My gorgeous man had quickly regained his composure and peace reigned. He was standing up by the small road, waiting for our signal to turn the generator on, which he would have to run along the road to, um, and that meant that we would be able to turn the microphone on and start. But we were slightly delayed by a friend driving on by who stopped by MGM, wound the window down for what felt like some lengthy man chats. So my gorgeous man couldn't actually see us waving at him. But this did create more time for more people to arrive. So everything was in complete divine order. Again. Birgit made the introductions in Spanish and English. And then I shared the healing in English. We had received some criticism that I wasn't sharing in Spanish too. 
I get it. I totally get it. But while I do speak Spanish and I'm fluent in Portuguese and I trained to interpreter level many years ago in French and Italian, and yes, that was my ego that just had to share that, (laughs) I am not yet confident enough to lead a healing in Spanish without the Spanish becoming a distraction rather than an enhancement. My heartfelt intent was that the healing, working through the energy of love, it would unite us and take us beyond words. And also, on a more practical level, Orjiva and the Alpujarras are home to such an amazing international community, English is already widely used. But I have taken the criticism on board and private lessons have been arranged. You can watch the video, the full video, of Say Yes to the Alpujarras and Mother Earth on YouTube. We were delighted that around 35 lovely souls joined us. And through the live stream, we had many more joining from their corners of the world. The healing to raise the vibration of the Alpujarras and protect it from the lower, heavier energy around the pylons had grown into a web of light, anchoring more love into all those different countries. We had participants in New Zealand, Australia, USA, Canada, the UK, Ireland, Netherlands, Sweden, Denmark, Germany, Belgium, Fiji, Hong Kong, Spain, France and more. It really was something very, very special indeed. The power of love is magnified through unity. Love is the energy force that heals, clears, dissolves, unblocks, enlightens, awakens, transforms, shifts and all things positive. And this is how we can heal, protect and help our beautiful Mother Earth against the many challenges she's facing just now. I got some lovely messages afterwards to say how much they felt the energy and the healing. And for this, Birgit and I were truly touched. What had surprised me, though, was that the galactic collective that works through me hadn't stayed as long as normal, and I hadn't felt them as strongly as I normally feel them. But funnily enough, only about ten minutes after we'd finished... A family and kids arrived to play by the river because it's such a beautiful and popular spot, rapidly followed by the local shepherd along with his flock of sheep and pack of dogs. If this had happened during the healing, then it would all have become very, very interesting indeed. We really did nonetheless enjoy the unexpected spectacle of the wandering flock of sheep and we laughed at the randomness and the unpredictable flow of life in the Alpujarra, and we gave loads of love to the giant mastiff dogs. So again, everything had been in divine order, even if my mind had doubted. MGM was a whiz at tidying up, while Birgit and I chatted to those that had joined us, and before we knew it, we'd packed up and driven up to what's called bottom camping, and we were knocking back a naughty glass of Coke. Well, I drank the Coke, Birgit drank a tonic, and my gorgeous man did two bottles of Coke. And we all dove into a come-down carb fest of a lunch before heading our separate ways home. Wow, we'd done it! Once home, 
I promptly fell fast asleep. And the next day I was duvet day bound. I felt wiped and literally lounged around and indulgently watched the fifth series of Homeland. Sir Maxalot kept me company from his bed and we justified our laziness through each other. It was interspecies bonding at its best. Now, our wee hoose could be described as a studio flat with a bathroom on the side. So while lying in bed, we had left the back door open because it's literally at the bottom of the bed and I was able to enjoy the fresh air and the sun streaming in throughout the day without even stepping outside. But it was later that night that I got the fright of my life. I was walking all of two steps to the bathroom when I saw something move out the corner of my eye and I could hardly believe what I saw. It was my turn to splutter, look, look, look. And there in the bottom drawer that was broken, (laughs) where I keep my less used clothes, was the infamous and still very humongous Mr Toad. Yep, Mr Toad must have sauntered in at some point during the day and Sir Maxilot and I had been completely oblivious. Mr Toad had made himself very comfortable up next to my fleecy leopard print pyjamas that had been on special offer in Asda before we left the UK. They are incredibly comfy and warm and all things cosy, but I was a bit perturbed that Mr Toad had helped himself to them, I have to say. Well, of course, we had to lovingly remove Mr Toad without freaking him out and do it without Sir Maxalot noticing and coming over to take an interest. Toads can be poisonous, so our hearts did beat a little bit faster during the relocation manoeuvres. We took him, still in the broken drawer, still clinging to my PJs, down to the Asecchia water channel, which wasn't running at that time, but where we have seen him many times before, and we really had to encourage him to let go. I actually felt for him. He'd found a pretty amazing warm spot and now he was being forced out into the cold black of night. But it had to be done and such is life in the campo. Toads aside, life weirdly felt a bit empty after Say Yes was over. But the truth is, it's anything but over. Birgit and I will continue to hold monthly healings for the Alpohara and Mother Earth. As far as we're concerned, the healing has only just begun and every event we share will amplify, strengthen and anchor even more high vibrational healing, light and love into the Alpuharas and Mother Earth. And we will continue to live stream them as well so everyone can join us to receive the healing and participate in a global healing through love. And no doubt we'll keep learning through it all too. Each event will be unique, and as the summer heat sets in, we'll be moving into the shade. Both of us feel very strongly that this healing must be maintained and continued. Just because the legal deadline for written protests has passed doesn't mean that it's over. If anything, we have to energetically magnify the positive outcome even more and keep this high vibration and focus strong and clear. The message of courage from the wild boar continues to ring through our hearts. 
and we invite you to join us on Saturday the 30th of March 2019, 12pm Spanish time, on my Facebook personal page for the live stream of Say Yes to the Alpujarra and Mother Earth. And as I write this, I'm very excited to say that we have invested in a portable microphone and amplifier kit that runs from batteries. So no more cables or generators. MGM, you're off that tech hook. In the meantime, this past week has still been a bit of a whirlwind. While I've been reeling from the loss of the last blog, and moving through my menopausal meltdowns, now rebranded upgrades to shift the struggle into empowerment, my gorgeous man has been very busy pruning the olive trees in preparation for a good harvest in a couple of years. There has been lots of wood chopping and stacking of our wood for burning next winter. There's been more baked potatoes in the bonfires made out of the excess olive branches and leaves. There's been the digging of a new trial vegetable patch. We've successfully filled our water deposit from the Asequia water channels without the assistance of our trusted Angel Aaron. Although there was a bit of a neighbourly interference with a flying plastic bottle seemingly thrown through the black of night in our direction, which did shake our nerves more than a bit. And the small thousand litre water storage cube has now been wrapped in black plastic to keep the backup stored water fresh and algae free. And next week, Friday 22nd of March, sees the start of my Open Your Cosmic Heart retreat with the amazingly, awesomely beautiful presence of Shanine Benrian. You can find Shanine at shaninebenrian.co.uk. She is an amazing and beautiful channel, healer and ascension mentor. We're running the retreat here in the Alpujarras and we have women coming from the USA and the UK to join us for a long weekend of inner transformation through channeled love, light language, intuitive wisdom, great food, gorgeous surrounds and a whole lot of sisterhood. Again, the power of love heals, transforms and awakens. So watch out for lots of photos and stories from the retreat. And our next retreat will be in the autumn. Oh, and I've been juicing. So thank you to the juice master himself, Jason Vale, for his recipes. He's my go-to for a healthy detox and to drop the weight from indulging in too many croissants with melted cheese at Galindo's on the high street and the infamous donuts at Bunuelos. The pure nutritional boost always helps bring me back into physical strength. And now more than ever, my body needs the support through the hormonal roller coaster of slowly arriving into my wise old crone years. Only three days juicing works miracles. It really does. If you've read this far, if you've listened this far, congratulations and thank you. And for now, I'm going to leave you with a great big hug and I look forward to seeing you and sharing the next <laughs> stages of this crazy, amazing life in the Alpujarras next time round. Hasta luego, my lovely friends. Love. Sally. To read this blog and other posts, visit www.namastethis.com 
And for more information on my channeling and healing work, visit www.channelinglove.com.